somebody. Just make some noise. For the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Great show. Great show. Great show. I don't know why. It just felt like it felt right. No, it, no the thing was, it, that felt so right. That show was so good. Oh, it See, felt that, right. Zach Cody is so good. Y'all be back in the studio. Feed the sheep. Finally. Feed the sheep. It's been so Come long. Come on now. It's been so long since we've been here. Man, it's been, it, it's been, uh, what y'all don't know is we were six, six weeks out. Yeah. Um, recorded, Cam had three weeks of football camp, so we knew that we were going to have um, some issues yeah. connecting, um, getting in the studio. Uh, and so, you know, we six weeks out, you had the revision, you had Prophesy the Promise last week. Mm. This week, I don't know the title yet. But yeah, we we know. But you said you had something. I got something. Okay, <laughs> I got something. This is so us. We don't know. Like, <laughs> I got something. Y'all already. I mean, y'all know the title because it's gonna be out here yeah. by the time you're listening to but it. But like us, like in real life, we I'll, will. We 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 type the title in the listen, bar after we're done. <laughs> listen, this is what I think. I, this is what I think the Lord. And I'm not gonna share it. It's your story to share over the last few weeks of camp and everything it's been kind of ups and downs for you yeah and uh it's uh it's been good like uh it's been fun like last last few weeks um for me and in, in my world like there are obviously challenges along the way right um but a constant conversation between kelsey and i are like her and i both always on the move mm. like we're always on the go like sh- like you she comes busy, home yeah. i come home and then it's like there's really no time for rest. We're just like always doing yeah, something, even at busy. home, even at home. It's like, all right, what, what can be done? Um, so we had, we had some hard conversations in the past few weeks, uh, in regards to that a little bit. And, um, it made me, made me think about, and the reason I bring up your last few weeks for you is because I think this goes right, right in line with it. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, it's hustle culture mm. and Jesus. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, in the world we live, like we're always on and for like hustle, 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 grind it out. We gotta, we gotta go hard. We gotta go fast. We gotta, we gotta move up the ranks. We're, you know, always looking right. for the next thing to, to win at, to accomplish. And it's, it's not like we're trying to do it well. We're just trying to do it and get it done. And like, yeah, just it's be not like, Hey, y'all, I yeah. did this, this, and this, and this, and I'm only 26. Right. Like, I think there, there's a, that pressure that we put on ourselves of that. It's like, well, because you, you hear all the time, like, oh, they accomplished so much and they're so young, only so much more to go. And you look at yourself, you're like, I haven't accomplished half of that. So it's funny you say that, oh, bro. That's funny you say that because <laughs> I was just thinking that Holy Spirit, thank you, Lord, for revealing this to me. I've had people had, had conversations with me, like always, always kind of referencing, um, you know, man, you you know, so proud of you. You've done so much. You've accomplished so much. You're only, how old are you? 26. And you do what? And most of the time it has to do with, with speaking, like preaching and stuff. Right. And, um, I've grown a lot in that gift, um, that I know, but it's not anything I'm doing. It's, it's me going before the Lord. Literally every time, every time I go up on stage, I say, Lord, I can't do this without you. I need you. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do this without you. I need you. And I need you to take the throne of this message. I need your word to speak. I need your spirit to speak through this message, through this word, 
through the, your scripture. Um, and so like my gifts, Lord has blessed me, uh, and, and, you know, getting better at them. However, people are always kind of like compliment and, you know, I receive it. I don't want to be rude. Um, I'm also terrified of, of ever getting to a point where, um, the praise, I do it for the praise. Right. Um, uh, just like getting prideful in it. So I always kind of, yeah, like, like, like I you receive it, but I'm like, yeah, right, you receive you know, it, but all, it's like nothing, but then you don't want to yeah, yeah. like, sometimes when you think back, you're like, dude, it would be so good if someone could yeah. just like, tell me how good I'm all, doing. Like, yeah, you know all, what I mean? Like, yeah, glory like, to God. yeah, absolutely. Uh, and people comments on like all the things I'm doing, but what, but then, but then what I just realized by you saying what you said is I'm sitting here and they're like, man, I want to do that. Like, how, how'd you get here? Like, how'd you do this? And I'm like, thing is i'm not a i'm not a speaker like i'm not a right teacher like yeah the lord's given me the gift but like absolutely i mean the for me it's my heart right that longs for the lord and the lord will set your ministry ablaze in in, in the my, way in whatever yeah, way he it's, wants it's to it's my heart yeah. that longs for the lord it, it wants to love jesus be in love with jesus mm. have the holy fear right. have the fear of the lord within my heart mm. and my desire to go after jesus to sit with him to learn about him, to allow him to speak to me, through me. Like sitting it with him every single day, that's where my gifts come from. It's not like I sit and and like study all these people and I'm like, all right, I want to do this. This is yeah, I do that, but like it's 100% of the time it's the Holy Spirit. Right. 100% and, uh, of the time. 100%. Um, you can't you can't out hustle God. Yeah, you can't. But when we dive into hustle culture, wanting to be the best of the best and seeking affirmation from all these other people. Yeah. Um, I think, I think we lose sight of, of, uh, of Jesus being in that hustle culture. It goes quite opposite of, of, of what he wants us to do. Well, it's no surprise that Jesus is against, the culture that we live in now. I mean, that's not a surprise. Well, yeah. right, right. Yeah, and I, but I, I know what you mean, like, in the sense of, like, it's like, it's like, it's like it, it can be, like, because even if your heart's on fire for the Lord, you can still fall into that. Like, uh, to the point of, like, you saying, like, I, I accomplished so much with with your ministry at, at this age, and but, like, am I doing it for the validation? Like, mm-hmm. do I post on Instagram just for people to see, or do I post for, like, people to witness and see, and see what the Lord is yeah. doing, not to see me doing you know what I mean? But what the Lord is doing, that's something I, I have fought with for so long with uh, my devotional page on Instagram and like just me posting the stuff I do on Instagram is like, I, I fought so hard on my heart and I'm just like, I'm posting this because social media is an outlet that can reach millions of people. Why not flood it with the gospel? Why not flood it with what God has been doing? And so, yeah, no, I, I, um, we just like, as far as social media goes, man, it it's easy to fall into that habit of thinking that other people are going to think we're doing it for our own glory. Now, there are some people that do, obviously. Their priorities aren't in check. But we got to stop stop looking at at social media as a way to share the, share the gospel and start looking at it as a ministry in itself. Oh, yeah. No, literally. Like, as its own ministry. Like, Dude, social media in itself is yeah. its own ministry. Absolutely. I've. It's funny because I was posting, obviously, for those who listen, like, and you follow us on any of our, uh, on, on Instagram or anything. Yeah. Like, I post reels and clips and stuff, and, like, the last few had kind of blown up. 
But right when that happened, what this is the cool part is I literally posted it and I just, I just said, I said, Lord, right before I posted, it, I said, Lord, do with this what you will. Right, whatever you want. May your heart be seen at the at the center of mm-hmm. it. And it kind of blew up. And I texted Cam and I was like, bro, we're like here, here, here. And I and it quickly <laughs> yeah. I like caught myself. I'm like, I'm looking at the numbers um, right. as like oh as success. Right. But what lives are being touched? What are like of these numbers, whose whose life is being changed by this one simple message? And so what y'all haven't seen in a while is reels and different things on, on my uh, cam still posting and stuff, but I just straight up deleted Instagram and Facebook <laughs> after that off my phone. And I haven't gotten on in, in probably three or four weeks. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. I, it's bad. Yeah. And it's not because I don't, I can't trust myself, but I also don't want to ever get to a point where like I rely on it. I just, so many it's people so true. will just sit on social media and yeah. scroll and oh, then they absolutely. compare themselves yeah. to each, to to other people, yeah. And it's just like it's just ridiculous. It's the, the craziest part about social media is like so. I went on a social media fast for like for twenty one the twenty one days of prayer yeah. that we had here. I went on social media fast, and <laughs> it was so funny because like because uh, I love so I love fasting. Fasting so cool, but what people don't understand is that is that fasting is is uh in a way like a. Uh, you're sacrificing, so like a service for the Lord, like you're sacrificing to become more intimate with him. But just as much as that is for fasting, that's also preparation. Because guess what? Your fast will come to an end. You will start eating sweets again. You will start getting back on social media again. You will start drinking pop again. Like yeah. it's a fast for a, a moderation, a, a set of time. And like but that's also in preparation because what I found is that after I've done about five, six fast, um, both social media, 24 hour food fast is that I, I need to rely on what I was doing in the preparation of my fast because the battle starts when the fast ends. Like the bat, my battle for social media wasn't during my fast of social media. Yeah. It was when it ends. It was when it ended and I got back on it. You jumping right back. And I, and I got back on social media and I'm, I'm like, what, but like, why? Did I just starve myself in order to make myself more hungry? Or did I starve myself to, to, to train myself? Mm-hmm. To train myself that I don't need the notifications. I don't yeah, need the, the, the like buttons. I don't need Come on now. Like, Come you know on, I mean? somebody. It's like the, the battle you get, like the battle you get with like with like lustful temptation, with desires, yeah. with with like self-inflicted, um, you know, like you talking down on yourself. Like that is like, yes, in your fasting, you're starving yourself from that. But like you're training your body and taming your body because it does it, it it will take action you watch it work watch the trials hit after you fast let's be, okay yeah yes you fast yes yeah you, you did it when it wasn't around but now that it's around abide in me still the same way you know how can you how can you still abide in me the same way and that that's yeah. what i've seen just from like from my fast mm-hmm. is that like it, it makes it so during the fast is so easy i think <laughs> it's I think so easy people who fast I I know a good amount of people who fast and are just like during the fast, they're not saying they never do, but they're not fully seeking the Lord. Right. That because all they're thinking about is when they can, they get back when to they can get back. When, when can I get back to it? Yeah. When I, they got to scratch that edge. They're like, Oh, I can do this for a week. Mm-hmm. I can do this for three days. I can do this for, you know, two weeks. I can do this for 21 days, but I, that 22nd day, I, I, I'm looking forward to that day. When really we got to approach fasting as like, 
looking forward to that present day. Like, Lord, what are you going to show me today? Mm. How am I going to sit with you? How long am I going to sit with you today? What, what, what revelations will I have by your spirit today? Um, but I think that goes to hu- like the hustle culture. Like we just want to get in, get out and say we did it and just did it. But are the fat, like are, is are, when we fast, are, are we coming out transformed? We should be. We should come out transformed with new mindsets, with, with growth in that process from the Holy Spirit, not anything that we're doing. Right. We're just there in obedience and faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there have been times that, that I've, <laughs> now listen, hear me out now. I don't work out that much, but I also don't care. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, that's fair, yeah. I, and I'll, I'll probably will need to one day. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like, mean, to each is his own about that. For now, yeah, like yeah. I'm just, I'm just, grind, I'm on my feet so dang much that I don't feel like I have to, like I can eat whatever. My diet's probably terrible, but uh, all that to say, I used to run a lot and I used to bike a lot. Um, when I was running Spartan races and I would bike, um, a lot as well once I kind of retired from running Spartan races. But I, it comes to this time, um, and I, I want to think about how, I want to think about how we, uh, get into hustle culture and Jesus, how it doesn't mix because there was this time where, uh, I heard and I related with it. This guy, basically he's kind of sharing how he's running, uh, running a few miles. He looks down at his watch and he sees an average pace of 10 minutes and 13 seconds. And, uh, he's thinking, all right, I want to get, I want to get under 10 minutes. So he kind of goes for a sprint, um, just to get under 10 and he's tired. He's like five, 10 seconds. in. he like, he's already tired. Um, and he's exhausted and, and running pretty slow or so he'd started sprinting and he's, he gets to be exhausted, like in the sprint and in the midst of the sprint, the Holy spirit just comes to him says, I want you to run well, not fast. Mm. How about that? Says run the race. Well, right. Not fast, mm-hmm. not in a hurry, not right. trying to outperform anyone else. Just run it and run it. Well, that makes sense. And, you know, through that, I kind of realized that when you run well, you finish well. It's not always about being first. It's just running the race well. Right. And we will finish well. Right. And what are the words that we always want to hear from, from Jesus? What are, the, what are the words that we want to hear when we stand in front of Jesus? Well done. Well done. Well done, my good. Not, yeah. not quick. Quickly done. Oh, wow, dude, you're really fast. Not fastly done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Or 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 you did this much, so you you're you're good, dude. Yeah. Like you did no, so it is. much. Yeah. No, it's well just well done. Done. Well done. So, for we as individuals, most most people that may listen, young adults, we got uh, some more seasoned vets and that listen as well, um, and some younger ones as well. But no matter what stage or season we're in. We have a race to run, mm. and we need to run it well. Well, not quick, not fast, not at a dead sprint. And we run, we run the race of life well, so that we can hear, "Well done, my good and faithful servant." Mm. Well, well done. done. 
well done. Yeah. So um, my I had a, my one of my pastors back home texted me this verse literally this morning. It, uh, the Galatians Galatians six nine, right? And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap, if we do not give up. And I just think that's like. Let us not grow weary of doing good, but that's not saying let us not grow weary of not doing enough good, uh, of not doing more good than what you could be doing, or I'm not doing enough good, or am I doing enough good, but let us not grow weary of doing good. You can do good for the Lord. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you have to be baptizing all your friends. That doesn't mean you have to be preaching the gospel in the middle of the mall. You can still do good with the Lord, and but don't grow weary of it because in due season you will reap. You will re- you will reap if you do not give up it, it, because it's just the good that you're doing for the Lord isn't amounted to uh, or or what was it? I look back at Paul when he talks in Corinthians when he's like I thank God every day I didn't baptize all you <laughs> remember what he was like telling them about like because they were they were choosing like Apollos and he was yeah. like Paul's like thank God I didn't baptize any of you guys like because like that's I I'm not reaping that I'm I was not reaping the, the baptism I'm not getting caught up in me baptizing millions of people, nor did John the Baptist. I mean, yes, John the Baptist baptized people, but not because he is bragging about his number to others, but because of the kingdom and the love for it. And it's just like, you know, don't grow weary of doing good because we get so, it, like you said, in, in hustle culture is how much, mm-hmm. how much good. Yeah. Yeah, you did good. How much? Yeah, you made this much money this summer, but I made double that in two weeks. How much more? How much more can I get? Because there's always more to be out there, you know? And I think that goes along with, with hustle culture is, you know, it, it, it's with sports too. It's like, we we want to be good. We want to be the best. I want to be good. Right. I want to be the best. Yeah. I want to be the best 21-year-old preaching the gospel on my Instagram. No one else. I want to be the best. And I just like, it's just like, it, it becomes so toxic in a way of like, where where is your heart in all that? Like, where's your heart? Mm-hmm. You know, it, if it's not, you know, I look back to Luke 10 when it's like, uh, Mary and Martha, and it's who, who chose the good portion. You know, it was it was Mary. Mary at the feet. Mary was at the feet. You know, Mary chose the good portion. Yeah, that's good. Not Martha running around, literally doing all she can. Like that's the thing. Martha was doing everything in her power to prepare for the Lord yeah. to set it up for the Lord. So the Lord sees her doing good. The Lord will see the good. They see the good around, but no, no good in heart. And Mary's just like, I don't know what to do. But here I am. Yeah. And so, and sometimes, like, in the real world, it's like, that's a tough pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Is that, because I think me and you fight that as as people who we're not, we don't have to be an evangelist to evangelize, but obviously you being a pastor and me, me being a full-time student athlete, it's just like, we have that pressure on us because we love the Lord and we want to do everything we can for the Lord. Right. We want to go do this. We want to go do that. We want to go to this part. We want to go to this Bible study. We want to lead this Bible study. We want to disciple that person. And, you know, we want to do all these things that look so good, that look so good for the Lord. Yeah. They look so good. And the Lord's like, yeah, but what if I told you that you could just sit at your bed and just invite me in and you you would be doing the best thing you could possibly do? And he's like, yeah. what? Yeah, we want to do all these things for the <laughs> Lord. But we, but we got to ask ourselves, are we doing it with the Lord? Yeah. And, and that's the crazy, that's a tough pill to swallow because you can do... I can go to this, I can go to that, I can help set up this, help set up that. And then at the same time, here I am sitting, praying with the Lord, Lord, am I not doing enough? And he's like, they're actually doing more than you've been doing. Mm-hmm. Just right there. You inviting me and asking me, seeking out, how can I be of to you and your kingdom? Like, 
that's more than you going out and running yourself tired of trying to be part of 10 million things. You know, and that's that's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> for a lot of people. And then but then again, that's also not a pass for those who feel the tug to go preach the gospel and aren't doing it. You know what I mean? That's that's not a pass. That means like, oh well, I mean, I guess, yeah, correct. You're at the Lord's feet. But like then again, we are the hands and feet of the Lord. What do the hands and feet do? They go. Sometimes they go, sometimes they sit. You know, and I got to pray with one of my good friends. I'm not gonna say his name out here, but he'll probably listen to this. Um Cause he was just like, I feel, I just feel like the Lord, like, I feel like I need to just go like, and I'm not doing that. He's like, am I doing enough? And it's like, that's kind of what we're talking about. Like, like, where is the hustle culture? Like, do you want to do, and it's like, well, what do you want to do good for? Do you want to do good? So you feel good. Or do you want to do good? Because you know, the Lord has given you this opportunity and this nudge to be like, the God is so good. I have to share that with others, Yeah, you know? And that comes with, we talk about this all the time. Like what makes it, what makes it wrong is like our when it when it when our desires take over, when our desires when our fleshly desires take over. You know, it's like it's like that's what makes it. You know, that's what you know. Money's not bad, but the love of money is because our desire to want more of it. It's like, mm-hmm. and you know, to to tell people that because I've told people you know sit at the feet like Mary, and I also told people like you have the urge to go do it, go do it. You can, you know, but it's not. It's there. You don't have a tracker. You, you shouldn't go. Like, if you're like, oh, let me go, but but no one's converted. You know, no one's converted. Paul said he saved nobody. Paul's literally saved no one, you know? And you talk about someone who's wrote, like, two-thirds of, like, the, the New Testament. It's just like, Paul didn't save anyone. You're not going to save anyone. Mm-hmm. You can water. You can help. You know, you can you can plant, but, like, God will grow in a way of, like, you just taking an act of obedience and just going is, is good enough. You stop keeping tallies. Like, we always keep score of... <laughs> You know, like, it's just like the littlest things. Like, I can't go anywhere without trying to keep score of something. But like, let's see, Pendleton Life Church, 15 minutes, I'm going to get there in 12. Like, you know what I mean? I'm always just, like, <laughs> trying to, like, I can never just be be present in it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like go. No one, no one should be keeping tallies, nor do you even have to come back to anyone with receipts of what happened. You know, that could be between you and the Lord, or you can share that in fellowship with your friends. And so I think they're... It can be a gray area, but it, it, it depends on what the, con- then again, you need context of the conversation. I also think when, when we had that hustle culture mentality, everything, like you said, it's kind of a competition, but like, we're not in competition with each other. One thing Kelsey and I say, like have said since the beginning is like, we don't want anything to be a competition. Right. Um, but that goes for any of our relationships. Like, honestly, we should want the best for everybody. We should want those in our circle, those around us, to to be lifted up. Like, and and to and the, watch the the Lord use them, and and maybe it will, you know. Um, exalt them a little bit. Uh, they'll be exalted, but it's in the Lord's glory. And um, and I think that when we're when you have that hustle culture mentality, when somebody close to us does something well, our first instinct isn't to like celebrate with them. Like, I could and be that. excited, but it's like, oh, I, I could, could do, do that, that, but I could probably do that better. Well, they only did it because they had this and that going for them. I could do that. And I don't have any of that going for me. Right. So. So like that's not how we're supposed to be as brothers and sisters no. of Christ either. Yeah. Like when 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 the Lord's doing something, like here here's 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 um here's an instance, real life instance. So we have 
a pastor here um, at Life Church who uh, he came in and just completely changed the campus around. Um, booming now it's our you know biggest campus, Pastor Micah, and uh, and so many people. There have been people on staff or whatever else that will will compare themselves to, to Micah. And, and, you know, I crack jokes. I'm jo- actually joking. Some people like mean it, I think though, where I'll say, um, where I'll, where I'll say, uh, uh, Micah is the favorite, the golden boy. And, uh, I say it just to be funny. Uh, some people have said it like being serious. Like he can do whatever he right, wants. Right. Which is what like people do that. But, but like, <laughs> but like, here's the deal. Um, when we begin to walk in our gifts and our plans the Lord has for us, all he's going to do is continue to, uh, as we're faithful and obedient in our walks, we're going to be elevated mm. and in different areas. And we will continue to be elevated when we continue, when we begin and continue to walk in those gifts and the plans that the Lord has for us. So those even closest to us may recognize it. But then, like, those from a different angle may be like, yo, you know, he's a favorite. He does whatever he wants. So, in this instance, you know, he's a favorite. He does whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, he can get away with anything type of thing. He's the golden boy. But, like, really all he's doing is walking in his gifts, walking in his talents and the plans that the Lord has for him. And instead of and, – and honestly, like, whether people want to believe it or not, like, probably one of the most humble people I know. Mm. Like – He's funny character, but and he makes jokes. But at the end of the day, like if somebody were to say that to him, like, "Oh, you're the golden boy. You kind of do whatever you want." Oh, he'd feel. Yeah, something. he's yeah. like, ah, I don't. I, yeah. no, I don't like. I don't want to yeah. be any part in that. Um, and it's just like, at the end of the day, it's like we just we all have different races to run. Mm-hmm. He's running his well. It's not quick. He's no. He's in no rush. He doesn't no hurry. No rush at all. And like for me. Even stepping into this this role as campus pastor, right, uh, and the young adults pastor, like I've been elevated in certain areas, and people, you know, have said that you know I'm arrogant or whatever. But really, <laughs> I just got confidence in the Lord. That's it. There's I got faith, and I speak things in faith, and people are like, "Yeah, you, you know, you're arrogant," and I'm like, "Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for that. I don't care, right? <laughs> because I know that." I know that I can't do any of this without the Lord. Right. And I, that goes to show that's so that's I, I, I had counseling today um, with uh, my counselor and I was telling her about pretty much how as Christians, like there's this pressure on us to not do anything wrong uh, for some people, because we know that people are always watching us, especially ones who know we're Christian and those who are skeptical, like they are so quick to be like, they will be so quick to gossip, be like, oh, we thought you were a Christian, but we heard you cussing this song. We we saw you singing this song and we heard you cuss. Or, you know, it's like, oh, well, that, that's the one who claims to be a Christian. That's why he reacted to this this situation and this gossip like that. And I'm just like, it's so hard and it's so exhausting all the time because the target is consistently on your back. So it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, like, you know, and it's like, it's like people are like, well, Christians are so quick to judge, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've seen more people judge Christians than I've seen Christians judge other people. Yeah. And like, and that, and that's the most non-biased thing. I, I've heard more people 
just it's also context of like yeah some people think something is judgment really it's just like accountability and that's it warning yeah exactly like i said what is the context of the situation like it's just so it's so hard for us as christians to to feel like you know we can do the wrong like you said it, it, it's confidence and i i told her and i said a lot of people talk about me i said i said uh, uh, and a lot of people who have no idea who i am talk like they know me my whole life mm-hmm. and i was like that just comes with the confidence that the lord gives you like that just comes with um, a lot of it being an extrovert, but all of it being because the Lord gave me confidence and gave me this ability that I have to speak, to speak to people. Yeah. And a lot of people have a problem with that. And guess what? Until I die, people will still have a problem with that. Yeah, if anybody that. listening has a problem with Cam <laughs> being on the pod, I don't care. One. <laughs> Two, he didn't ask to be on it. Three, the Lord told me to invite him. Yeah, and now so we're here. Take it up with the Lord. And that's it. And now we're here. And it's just like people will, people will always... Speak up. People will always judge, and it can just be exhausting um, as a Christian sometimes. But just know that there's so much confidence. Like, just building up what you said, like, there's confidence with the Lord. And you can have confidence with the Lord if your ministry is two people. And you can have confidence in the Lord if your ministry is 2,000 people. Like, if, if you were to come to Life Church here in Pendleton, you know, and you would, you would see our congregation. I love our congregation. We don't have 5,000 people here. You know, what are we averaging now? 90, 80? Uh, about 90, yeah. Yeah, 90, you know. But, I mean, it, you, we have the same confidence as any mega pastor you just because we 100%. love the, how the Lord is working. Like, you know what I mean? 100%. It doesn't matter. Our what, confidence doesn't come from ourselves it either. It comes from the Spirit of the it Lord. It literally just comes from the Spirit Lord. of the living God. Yes, like it comes from the Lord. It does not matter what your mission And that's that is the same confidence you need to have. Um, And, you know, we're not asking, you know, to find the great line, but we're saying... Check your check yourself. Check your desires. Are you in this hustle culture, or are you just hundred percent for Jesus and you want to do that? Oh yeah, baby. That's it. Like come on, you know, nah. and it's not. And the thing come is, on, nah. and the thing is, if you're thinking about it, if you're like, wow, I don't know, then just probably just realign it. You're probably yeah, in I, hustle you culture. know what I mean. And, 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 just admit it to yourself. And we can say that because I I guarantee Ross and I we just admitted to that. Do that still yeah. to this day. And that's okay because it won't go away because we're, like I said, we love the Lord. We're in pursuit of the Lord, but not in the hustle culture, like environment or mentality kind of way. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, was, <laughs> Come on, nah. Dude, it feels so good to be back here. Oh, oh yeah, man. It's good. It's a glorious day. That song stuck in my head about to go blare that song. Dude, it's a vibe. It's such a good song. Um, song he's talking about is because obviously what y'all don't know is that before every pod we pray this one i um we prayed and listened to a song um which i'm about to tell y'all it it is it's a great song here in your house by gateway worship so good it's just a it's just a bop <laughs> it's like, such a good it's song a pra- it's a praise song 100%. yeah it is and i you know i encourage you guys to go give it a it's listen. our little nugget for you today a little nugget just go listen to it nuggy nug just go listen to it that's all we're asking come on yep, that's it um guys we're so glad that you're back with us uh joining us this monday um if you're just now joining us this is feed the sheep my name is ross Steele, and we got cam todd also with us uh we are we're just here having a conversation with that's each it. other and jesus and we uh, invite the lord with us that's about it that's me that's all you guys witnessed y'all, y'all think there's only two people here there's three three uh there's three it's uh cam ross and holy spirit let's go man i'm excited so. 
I'm excited for the more more pods to come. Feels good to be back in the chair. Come on now. Still still fool for Christ's sake though. Don't get that twisted. Amen. We gotta stay a fool for Christ's sake. Some things just don't change. Never change. We love you guys. Have a blessed week.